You're listening to the Simple Cocktails podcast of simplecocktails.net. I'm Greg Mays, Managing Editor of Simple Cocktails. And I'm Lisa Mays. Thanks for tuning in. So I was thinking about this. Um, it's it's become a really cool thing that I've learned, but it, it's this thing about how to make drinks for people, especially people who don't know what they want. Right. For whatever reason, but, it, <laughs> but for us, I, I guess it's like youth. When you're in your 20s and stuff, you haven't tried a lot of different cocktails, right. probably because you're broke, right? right? And so right. you don't go out and like, oh, give me five different cocktails. Let me see which one I like, right? right? So you don't have that opportunity. But I noticed um, that I'm starting to pick up some good kind of tips for people. I wrote a post uh, on the site that I'll link to, but I'm picking up some good tips on how to make drinks for people if they don't know what they want. Kind of like the questions to ask them. Yes. To find out oh, what the good. flavors they like. You're really good. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what it is. Like, Did you, the, did you read the post? No, I didn't. I good. heard you talk about it. And, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then you ignored it. And then I ignored it. That's good. Well, yes, dear. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, Cocktails. yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what happens. We'll get friends coming over and they're like, I don't know what I want. Yeah. And it's just simple questions that you ask them and then you'll get it down to a T. Yeah. It's, it's in some ways, it's almost like food. Are you allergic to peanuts? Oh gosh! Then I won't make Isn't you a Isn't that PB&J. the case nowadays? Like, yeah. are you a vegan? Right. Are you a pescatarian? No, that's yes. a religion. Yes, it is. Yes, <laughs> pescatarian. Pescatarian. Is that it? Or you only fish? I don't know, but I, I swear at one point there was like, there was a gluten-free person, there was a vegetarian, there was a no dairy, and it's like, what are we going to eat, guys? Rice. Most exciting party <laughs> ever. It really was. <laughs> It was like, okay, you can eat that and that. Now you can't eat that. You have to eat that. It was very exciting. It's it's the world we live in. It is. It's an exciting place. So here's the questions. Are you ready? Go for it. And I think this is actually the proper order. So I would ask them in this order to people. All okay. Right. So the first one is what flavors do you like? So and I'm usually kind of meaning citrus, lemon, lime, orange, any of that sort of do it for you, you know? Right. Do you like banana? Do you like pineapple whatever so that's usually a good leading question if they're like oh yeah i love tropical whatever then you start leaning toward like rum tiki stuff right right right. so then you ask what liquors do you like and there's actually um canon which is one of the most awesome bars in the country in seattle uh canon has a cocktail on the menu menu that's called i think it's called liquor roulette or something like that but basically what you do is you just say I like gin or I like vodka or whatever. And then, he and then does the bartender magic. makes you a drink oh, that's brilliant. based on that. So um, that's the next one. Like, do you have a liquor preference? We have a friend that's allergic to gin or allergic to juniper. Yeah. Which is, a, it's a damn it's shame. A, no. Yes, it is. I think is. that's a superhero. No, it's not. Trait no, right it's, there. That's basically the worst <laughs> thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that would get me out of a lot of situations with yeah. you. I'm allergic I'm to sorry, gin. I'm sorry. I'm allergic. I know. I'm like, Lisa, <laughs> we are going to try eight different gins tonight. No. Yeah. <laughs> My throat will I'm allergic. Up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then the next one is sweet. Like, how do you feel about sweet? Right. Do you like really sweet? Would, yeah. would you rather have a milkshake or, you know. <laughs> do you like yours to taste like cotton candy or wood? Yes, exactly. There <laughs> pick, you go. <laughs> pick which one. Um, am I right? I yeah, mean, that's totally the right. scale that we're working on. <laughs> but, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start to use that scale. <laughs> on a scale of cotton candy to wood, where does your taste <laughs> preference fall? <laughs> but I really think that spirits and sweet or no sweet 
just on its own. Yeah. Like you can get through so many different cocktails with just those two questions. And then like, what do you like? Oh, I like cherries. Oh, I like, um, you know, strawberry or right. whatever. Then that can lead you somewhere. So then question number four is, what are some cocktails that you already like? Oh, I like white Russians. I like Bailey's. Then you're like, oh, okay, you like really creamy, like milky stuff. Right. So I'll make you I, something I've, like that. Someone had said, oh, I like Manhattans. Yeah. And you were like, well, have you had a, um, oh, what was it? There was there was a different, a twist on a Manhattan. It was a gin and tonic. Was it? Oh, you said gin and tonic and you wanted a New York Manhattan. I or? do that a lot. It's it's this really extremely um, high level of pride that I have. Oh, yeah. Where, yeah, where, where someone says, I like Manhattans. And you try I, to one-up them is yes. what you do. Well, no, I basically say, how would you like to drink the best Manhattan you've ever had? <laughs> how would you right? like me to blow your mind? <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the gin and tonic one is the most recent one where someone said, yeah, I like gin and tonics. How would you like the best gin and tonic ever? Right? <laughs> How would you like them? And then I use like tonic syrup instead of using like just a oh, can of tonic. Goodness. You know what I mean? Uh, anyway, that's that's another show one. Off. I know I am. <laughs> I do. And then the last question, and this is the best one for home bartending that you can't do as much at bars. And that's the question, do you like it? Yeah. Here's your drink, you've been drinking right. it. Do you like it? And it's the most freeing thing when I can tell someone, you don't like it, pour it down the drain. Right. I have, you know, a couple hundred bottles of booze I can do without a right. couple ounces. You know, right. if you don't like it, dump it. Let's and, make you something else. And I've said that before on the show. I'm not going to do that when we're out in public. Yeah. Because I have no idea what you're going to do that my drink next time. I don't want to piss you off. You're yeah. going to make my, my next drink not in love. Oh, and I will taste that. <laughs> Drinks made with love. Exactly. That, that will be the sign at our bar. Drinks, drinks made, made with, with love. love. Yeah, that's right. I like it. <laughs> that sounds good. So uh, I mentioned cream liqueurs. Right. So uh, we are going to have a showdown. We haven't really had showdowns. No, we haven't. Before. Usually it's like, oh, let's taste f three different. I think we, we kind of like pit them up against each other whether we want to or not. Like, okay. you know, we have four different vodkas and we're like, oh, I hate this one. I hate this one. And I'm okay with this one. It's true. But this is exactly what we're doing. We're pitting them against each other. We are. That's side by side. We're going to try two different things that are relatively similar. Okay. Relative that are basically exactly the same in a different bottle. Okay. I don't know what relatively similar means. Okay. I don't, I don't even think those match up at all. So uh, this is something that is incredibly popular as of about uh, a year ago. It maybe is. two years is when they first hit the market. The first one that hit the market is rum chata. Mm. Okay. Rum chata is, uh, as it is described, it's horchata con ron. Mm. And ron is Spanish for rum. So this is a rum-based horchata liqueur. Now explain what horchata is for those who don't know. Horchata, um, you see it uh, you see it a lot in the Southwest. I don't know about the rest of the world. California, California. that's where it's from. It is a... Maybe not, I don't know. But. It is, I've seen Martha Stewart make it. I'll be really Are honest. Are you serious? Yeah, we watched it. It's incredibly complex. She probably thinks it's from Peru, though. Yeah, well, the <laughs> who knows what she thinks. Um, but it, it, is a, it is rice milk. Right. That has like a cinnamon and Martha Stewart made it with almonds as well, oh. crushed almonds. Oh. So and and she ran it through a sieve. Oh, I don't know. I don't, I'm just making up words now. <laughs> I just no really want to be like Martha. Yeah, cheesecloth. <laughs> so um, it is it is a rice milk. 
um, that has like cinnamon and stuff. It tastes like a cinnamony, milky, right. sometimes a little watery. Like right. the stuff you get at like Mexican restaurants is kind of watery and yeah. gross. You, you've gotten a good supply of rum chata in the past and it doesn't last in our home. It doesn't. It's really easy to make stuff with it. People, I haven't met anyone that doesn't like it. Right. Uh, it is really, really good. So we are going to taste this one first and then we're going to taste the new kid on the block. Mm. Both Looks of like these. eggnog. Yeah. So this is a liqueur. It is 13.75% alcohol. That okay. 0.75 is critical. Okay. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> um, so this is rum with real dairy milk okay. and uh, cinnamon and stuff. All right. So let's taste. This one's rum chata. All right. Oh, that's so good. It's really easy to drink. Yeah. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Tastes like Christmas. It tastes mm. like, mm, yeah, it totally does. It reminds me of... You know, just horchata. You really don't taste the rum until after. Mm-mm. It kind of just coats your throat at the end. It doesn't taste that sweet. It really doesn't. No. It tastes milkier than it does sweet. Mm. I mean, it, this is something I could actually seriously imagine drinking straight. Yeah. Because it doesn't really oh, taste that sweet. Totally. It's it's nice. You can warm it up a little bit, stick a candy cane in there for Christmas. Mm. Delicious. Have you ever done a candy cane in like hot chocolate? Um, I'm sure I have. Do you know what happens to them? What? First, they lose all their red. Okay. And then they just, I don't know a better way to say it. They get very floppy and gross. They become like <laughs> They get limp. limp. They get limp. Oh, I yeah. don't like limp candy canes. That's gross. I'm never going to try that. I didn't know a better way to say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's important that we don't mix these up. All right. So this is the new kid on the block. This has a big company behind it. All this right. is made by the Sazerac company who makes a lot of different... Uh, liquors. Rum Chata is still sort of indie. Um, they're made by a smaller company. Uh, this brand is called Chila Orchata. Okay. That's why I thought it was like chili flavored, but it's not. Yeah, Chila is just, I don't know, the brand or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is Virgin Islands rum. Rum Chata is Caribbean rum, which I guess could also be the Virgin Islands. You know, who knows? Yeah. Uh, this is the same thing. Uh, Virgin Islands rum, real dairy cream, and a sprinkle of exotic cinnamon. I'm so glad. New Mexico cinnamon is never that good. No. So I'm glad they use the exotic cinnamon. Uh, Um, So this is a competitor. It's the same percentage of alcohol. Yeah. Clearly, they just have rum chata in their sights because rum chata is really popular. Yeah. So clearly, this is a big liquor company with rum chata right in their sights. Let's try to take them down. This is a new product. I'm sure it'll be big. Just looking at it, it's a lot thicker than the rum chata. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm wondering if it's sweeter. It's darker, too, it in is. color. Right. I'm wondering if it has more rum. All right. If it's rummier. Let's try that. Let's taste it. All right. Rummy. Salud. That's not as sweet. That is stronger. It is rummier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is rummier. It is exactly... So we just opened the bottles and smelled them. Yeah. The way it tastes is the same impression I had from the smell. Rum chata smells more like milk, and chila or chata smells more like rum yeah uh, they're the same percent alcohol wise but this one is is rummier mm-hmm. i've made up that word and now i've used it like eight <laughs> times do you remember cinnamon toast crunch mm-hmm. <laughs> okay so when you're done eating it yep. Yep. <laughs> the bottom of the bowl if, if, if you likes. spilled a cup of rum into exactly. it exactly well when you're done this. with your cereal you know how you drink a glass of rum mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what it Everybody reminds does, me of right? Yeah, it has a little taste of that. I so, like that. So we promised we would do head-to-head. What mm-hmm. do you think? What's your What's your conclusion? 
Is one better than the other? So this is based on the fact that I am not very keen on rum. Okay. I like the rum chata because it's not as strong mm-hmm. as, I, I don't even know, the, the chile. Yeah. But um, they're both really good. Yeah. Like, I'm going to finish the rum bottle, the, the horchata one, rum chata one first, yeah. and then I'll move on to the chile one, and it'll, it'll be just fine. I would honestly say if you saw these on the shelf next to each other, really, you you can't really go wrong. No. They're both really good, and right. they're kind of hard to tell apart. They are. If, it, if we did like a blind taste test, we probably wouldn't notice a difference. Right. So they're both really good, they are. I think, is ultimately the thing. Like I said, rum chata, a little milkier. Uh, chila horchata, a little rummier, but that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Right. So that's good stuff. Yes. Yes. I loved it. Let's catch the listeners up, shall we? Yeah. Uh, we uh, had to pause the audio for a small moment. Uh, well, I when I realized one of the ingredients for this next cocktail is Prosecco. Right. And it just so happens this bottle of Prosecco needs a wine opener, <laughs> which we didn't bring with us to the studio. <laughs> Uh, And so, uh, you see where I began. I began to burrow out the cork with a knife. Yeah, never a good idea. You were covering your eyes. I was. It made me nervous. For a man who really is deathly afraid of hand wounds. Hand wounds, yeah. This is like, you know, mixture for disaster. So, so tell the listeners what I decided to do. You decided to saber it. I did. After, what, your 50th YouTube watch of sabering, you were like, I'm going to do it. I watch champagne and and sparkling (laughs) wine sabering videos a lot. (laughs) And and I always think, I'm going to do that someday. So at the studio, we had a large kitchen knife. Right. And I went out in the front and actually sabered this bottle of Prosecco and popped the lid off. If only this was a video podcast. Well, I'm going to take a picture. (laughs) I'm going to take a photo right now so they can see it when we actually uh, show it. Sabering a bottle is where you actually take a knife and you break the glass off the top of the bottle. Right. Totally without the cork. The cork stays in the glass. We'll show you a picture. You'll see it uh, once you listen to the podcast. You'll see a photo. I can promise that. Perfect. Uh, so now we have Prosecco that's opened because I sabered it. All right. All right. Like a cocktail right. king. Come down. I am so proud of myself. <laughs> so this cocktail is the Aperol Spritz. Oh. Okay. Uh, it's a very popular summer cocktail. Let me put some ice in the cups. Now, I'm not a fan of Aperol, but I am a fan of champagne. You are a fan of spritz? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the bubbles. Yeah, exactly. Savored bubbles at that, Sa- too. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Wow, that was awesome. I know. I I'm can so see that you're... I'm so proud of myself. Yeah. I'm a new man. <laughs> I am. I am a new man. <laughs> I'm no longer a boy. <laughs> I was telling our producers that you wanted to saber a bottle with yeah. a, with a samurai sword. So you're halfway there. I you're am. not fully a man. I don't think you need a samurai sword at all. It yeah. really doesn't have anything to do with how sharp it is. Yeah, you do. I sabered it with the dull side of the knife. I don't I don't need a sword. <laughs> I sabered it with my teeth, I woman. <laughs> Acknowledge it or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, this is the Aperol Spritz. It is a fizzy drink. It mm-hmm. is delicious. What I uh, We made some yesterday to practice. And what I learned is you should add the Aperol last. All right. Because it's heaviest. It, it, it's, and it's anything a you put in any kind of bubbly just yeah. makes it rise to the top. So Yeah. So let's add the Prosecco first. All right. Okay. Uh, so this one right here. So give us two ounces in each glass. Okay. Pour from this side. I did notice a little bit of glass <laughs> appear on the top. <laughs> okay. uh, so unless you want to drink that. It's bright <laughs> green. So if you see something green in your glass, don't drink it. Yeah, just... That's a two, no, no, two ounce all the way to the oh, top. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Okay. You get it? 
Yeah, just fill her up. Okay, and one of those in each. So two ounces of Prosecco. Now you can easily double this. I did this last night. Um, is just go four ounces Prosecco. So there we go. All right, go ahead and there you go. Oh, nice. Very nice. Uh, then what we do is a splash of club soda or right. seltzer water or whatever. We have ours in a can, so let me open it. All right. So just a splash, whatever a splash means to you. No, that's not a splash. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I always do stuff like that to you. Yes, it's you kinda do. It's kind of mean and terrible. <laughs> uh, Aperol, we tasted on a previous show, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it is a bitter liqueur. It is a bitter orange, and it's pretty sweet. We, I think we said it tasted like triminic. It did. If you recall. <laughs> yes, uh, now I remember you, Aperol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so just do an ounce of the Aperol in each of those. And then we have an Aperol spritz. Because it's mostly wine, it's pretty light uh, in alcohol. If you find it to be too rich, you could add more club soda. It's a nice orange color. It is. A nice summery drink. So this is the Aperol Spritz. Yum. Very good. Let's keep this one. I want you to taste it first and and see what you think. Now this is just a, not layered, but it's in a, what's that word when you, it's a built cocktail? Yeah, it's built. We didn't even stir it. It's, Should I, I have shake this, it around? You or? can, but I have this thing where if you have bubbly stuff, I don't think you need to stir it. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but two of our three ingredients are bubbly. All right. Give it a taste and tell me what you think. Salut. That's not bad. Yeah. That little bitterness at the end is quite nice. Yeah, that's really good. Super mm-hmm. refreshing. So we actually made this in a huge bubble wine glass with uh, ice. This is a stemless. There's a couple of cocktails nowadays that it's getting really popular to make them in big bubble glasses. Really? Gin, gin and tonics. Remember I had that one yeah. uh, on the hotel? Right. Uh, gin and tonics. Um, what did they call them? Like European gin and tonics? They come in these, they look like a little fish bowl. Yeah. You know, and so that's kind of the same look that we're going for here is like yeah. a tiny fish bowl. I'm digging the color of this. This is so beautiful. It's like a nice orange, right? Very fall, mm-hmm. very festive. Yeah. Uh, how do how does the uh, sabered Prosecco taste? <laughs> can't let that go. I, I will never. You're going to like wake me up at three in the tonight. morning. I, I won't I be able to sleep. I know. <laughs> I'm so proud of myself. I'm really impressed. Yeah. That makes the alcohol, that makes the cocktail that much better. It does. I'll, I'll say this. I had to hit it like eight times. And it, about the third time, it did crack all the way around. And then I just had to keep chopping at yeah. it. And then it popped right off. My throat really hurts right now. No, you I don't have glass, glass in your throat. Stop it. <laughs> it's not true at all. Today went from like podcast day to the greatest adventure of my life. You think so? Yeah, I think so. You weren't that excited, right? Someone's got to keep you humble. Yeah, I appreciate that that you're here for that. So we tasted some horchata liqueurs. Delicious. Yeah, so we'll see a lot of, I don't know, I was using different accents there. I think it was Spanish and then French. I think it ended in Peru Uh, because of your love for Martha Stewart. (laughs) (laughs) And then we made the Aperol Spritz, which was awesome. A fun drink. It was. It won't be the same unless it's sabered. Yeah, I agree. We'll have to teach people how to do that now that I'm an expert. Put up your own YouTube. Yeah. There, because uh, there's no, the sabering, not enough. The Sabering channel. There you go. I like it. <laughs> so thanks for listening to the show. I'm Greg Mays, Managing Editor of Simple Cocktails at simplecocktails.net. And I'm Lisa Mays. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Thanks for tuning in. Cheers. Cheers.